0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back, everyone. We're already into week 17 of the podcast this season. Pretty bizarre. Time is flying. Fast. That being said, the Braves lost their first series in a while and then lost their second series in a row, and it's the first time losing three games in a row since May. Can you believe it? That being said, they still have a massive lead in their division, but that being said, I figured it would be a good time to look at the remaining schedule of the Braves and the rest of the teams in their division to see what it looks like for teams to be able to win their division at this point getting past the halfway point in the season and we're getting to the point that we talked about playoffs. Alright, let's get started. Alright guys, you know me, strength of schedule I believe is one of the few things that is not talked about enough. In Major League Baseball, it's talked about all the time in football because the schedules are so short with teams playing 16, 17 games. Every game holds more weight per game, and so strength of schedule gets talked about a lot, but it hardly ever gets talked about in Major League Baseball with 162-game seasons, and I think it's a shame because that stuff does matter. We saw it when the Braves played. A perfect example is when the Braves in 2021, took on the Brewers. Everyone talked about how good the Brewers were. Well, the Brewers had 96 wins, I believe it was, and so everyone was not giving the Braves a chance to beat them, but the reality was that the schedule, their schedule was much, much weaker than the Atlanta Braves was. And so, of course, they'd have more wins. Why wouldn't they? But either way, let's break it down. Let's look at the schedule, the remaining schedules of each team and uh, in the National League East and kind of see where they stand, their playoff odds and all that. Now is the perfect time to look at that. Also, just on a side note, I thought it was kind of funny. I was thinking about doing a podcast on Austin Riley and really breaking down his season so far and and what's going on. But I think Austin Riley somehow knew that that was happening. Not really. He didn't really know. But just out of respect for Austin Riley having a 7-RBI game, having two home runs against the Arizona Diamondbacks, Uh, I will refrain from that I don't want to seem like I'm trashing a player but or just you know being those people that think that somehow players actually hear what you're gonna do but I just figured you know what let's switch it up a little bit because I wanted to talk about schedules so let's get started on that the Atlanta Braves currently at 61 and 32 at the time of this recording are in first place in National League East we know this but let's look at their playoff odds According to FanGraphs, who is my favorite to look for playoff odds, the Atlanta Braves currently have a 100% chance to make the playoffs. 100% chance. That's a 98.5% chance to win the division and a 1.5% chance to come in through the wild card. They currently hold a 25.3% chance to win the World Series. That is by far the highest odds of any team in Major League Baseball. Easily. The second-highest odds to win the World Series of any team is 12.5% by the Dodgers. I've never seen the Braves have this big a chance of winning the World Series ever. So yes, the Braves are going through a little three-game losing streak, but I would not panic just yet. I will say this, uh, the second-highest team in the National League East is the Phillies, interestingly enough, at winning the World Series. But anyways, I kind of want to point out how big that chance is of uh, for the Braves. Now, the Braves have a 25.3, the Dodgers have a 12.5, and the Rays have a 12%. Other than that, no other team in Major League Baseball has a more than 10% chance. And the Braves are the only team in Major League Baseball have a 100% chance to make the playoffs based on their division standings. So yes, the Braves lost some players, they've lost some bullpen arms, but that is factored in into these percentages, okay? As of right now, Fangraphs is projecting that the Braves will have 102 wins and 60 losses. Now I don't know if you guys know this or not, if you've checked the standings lately, but the Phillies overtook the Marlins for second place. The Phillies have been playing out of their minds and still somehow lost standings. Lost place in the standing lost games in the standings, if you will. They still, though, did gain on the Marlins and the Mets and the Nationals. So the Phillies are now in second place. And it did make sense. The Marlins were playing Well above their win-loss expectancy by the Pythagorean theorem, especially looking at their run differential. Now, now that we have talked about their playoff odds, here comes some of the bad news, okay? The Atlanta Braves have played probably at the best rate, actually, we've already talked about this, as far as run per game scored by their offense. They have scored more runs per game above league average than any other Braves team since 1897. So their offense has been the best it's been in our lifetime, in our generation, in our parents' lifetime, and our grandparents' lifetime, okay? So their offense has been absolutely insane. And their bullpen, even though they've lost some arms, and even they've been, though they've been shaky at times, they have been the best bullpen in the National League. They have the best ERA in the National League, they have the best expected fielding independent pitching in the National League, and they have the most wins above replacement in the National League as far as the bullpen goes. But we do see some holes there with them losing some players to injuries, and Bryce Elder's peripherals are catching up to him in the rotation. Their rotation has been solid as well. It's not been the best in the National League by any means, but almost any stat you look at it's in the top five or six, which is good enough. Except for, especially with Max Reed and Kyle Wright being gone, we see that Kyle Wright, we don't know if he's coming back this season. We don't. But we do see that Max Reed is coming back soon, And but Bryce Elder's peripherals are catching up with him. I think I'm going to do a whole episode on him soon, just because to point out that he was never going to continue to keep pitching like he was at the beginning of the season. All right, so let's look at how the schedules line up for the rest of the year the other teams and across baseball this is some good news for the atlanta braves they've had some bad news with injuries but the atlanta braves have some good news when it comes to the schedule another reason why their odds of the playoffs are so good but first what i want to do is kind of look at the teams that the braves have already played and show you their win percentages okay and then we'll look at the remaining schedule Okay, so there's a site that I want to give a shout out to. They're called the PowerRankingsGuru.com. And what they do is they create power rankings based, not based on opinions, but based on numbers, right? Based on the team that's built around them. This is not a what team is hot right now power rankings that we see on ESPN. This is a calculated power ranking based on the teams that they've played and how well they've played against them based on the players on their team based on their offense and their defense it's probably my favorite power rankings among any power rankings i've seen okay and they love the Braves this year which is a good sign but first let me show you the power rankings and how they've ranked them okay and uh, i'll show you where they're at and it'll kind of give you an idea of something i'm going to tell you in a second but here's their power rankings currently and one thing i want to point out is they showed the average rankings by week the atlanta braves are number one and their average ranking is 1.3 so the braves have been steadily up there okay but anyways the rankings are this the braves rays dodgers rangers blue jays astros phillies yankees mariners giants padres twins Orioles, Red Sox, Angels, Mets, Brewers, Diamondbacks, Marlins, Cubs, Guardians, Cardinals, Reds, White Sox, Tigers, Pirates, Nationals, Rockies, Royals, Athletics. Now, you could argue some of these rankings because I do think that the Reds would probably be a little bit higher than 23. That's, that's kind of fair to say, and I think I'd put the Cardinals a little bit lower, but they do base them on a computer program where they calculate their wins and losses and their teams and things like that but this is a tool that we can use even if there's like room for error by one or two right that's that's fine okay I don't I'm not looking for this to be precise I just want to use this to kind of give an idea of where the Braves stand out schedule wise the way that they factor their remaining strength of schedule and the schedule up to this date is kind of interesting. Rather than doing win percentages, they go by their power rankings and average out their opponents. So if you have a low average opponent rank, that means that you've played a tough schedule. If that means that you have a higher opponent rank, then that means you have an easier schedule. And what I like about this is that looking at winning percentages is good of your opponents right uh but if you strictly just look at winning percentages it doesn't factor in that what if a team had a winning percentage at the first two weeks of the year when one team played them that would still follow fall under you beating a team with a winning percentage and that team could have fallen off like for example if a team would have beat the mets in the first two weeks of the season Then they would have beat a team with a winning percentage versus right now if they were to beat the Mets They'd beat a team with a losing percentage So you can't simply look at a team's record versus a team with a winning percentage That is something to consider Sure, definitely look at that But it does not tell the whole story What I'm about to tell you doesn't tell you the whole story either But it goes a lot closer to today's accurate rankings Okay, but one thing to consider as well is let's say the Braves, for example, are ranked number one. Well, the way that it's measured is it's averaging out the average opponent rank. So if the Braves, for example, were to play, they're never going to play the team with the number one ranking as of today because they are the team with the number one ranking. So their average opponent rank is not going to be they don't have the possibility to have the highest or worst opponent rank because they are the hardest opponent if that makes sense so like for example any other team could have braves on the schedule and that would bump their score much lower in, t- in terms of their average opponent rank being more difficult does that make sense so in and for example uh let's say the team that's, well, we won't use the Braves since we talk about the Braves all the time. Let's talk about the Rays, for example. They will have odds of having an easier schedule because they'll never have to put the team that's ranked number two. Which is a real thing. You cannot discount that. If you're the best, you know, a top three team, odds are that you're not going to play as many top three teams as another team because you are 33 percent of the top three teams and you're not going to play yourself that being said that should be considered because it's true math okay all right but first I want to look at the Braves they are ranked number one so far this is kind of hilarious uh the, the schedule gods have loved the Braves this year so far If we look at games that have already been played, and we look at teams that are current, how they are currently ranked now, and you do the average, the Braves so far up to this point have had the 25th easiest schedule. And what I mean by that is only five teams, the Dodgers, the Brewers, the Rangers, the Giants, and the Guardians have had an easier schedule than the Braves. That means the Athletics, Yankees, White Sox, Red Sox, Blue Jays, Nationals, Cubs, Royals, Rockies, Astros, Orioles, Mets, Phillies, Tigers, Padres, Mariners, Twins, Diamondbacks, Angels, Pirates, Rays, Marlins, Reds, and Cardinals have all had a more difficult schedule than the Atlanta Braves have up to this point based on how the teams currently rank today. And that is why I love this site. Because... You would not be able to see that story just looking at winning percentages. And uh, it's that could be a bad thing for the Braves, right? They've played. Their easy part of the schedule is out of the way. There's only been five teams that have played easier schedules. Wrong. Let's look at the remaining schedule. The team with the hardest remaining schedule in Major League Baseball is the Baltimore Orioles. And second are the Red Sox. Sorry, Orioles fans. It's going to be tough to win this division. I'm rooting for you, though. It's great to see the underdog team doing so well. The Atlanta Braves, to see who uh, their, their, their remaining schedule, you have to scroll all the way down to 27th. Only three teams in all of Major League Baseball have an easier schedule left to play based on the power rankings, and all three of them, are either in the National League Central or the American League Central because those are the two weakest divisions. The Twins, White Sox, and Cubs are the only teams in Major League Baseball that are scheduled to have, as of today, an easier schedule than the Braves. Unfortunately, the team right below the Braves' easiest schedule is the Phillies. So the Phillies and the Braves are both ranked 26th and 27th in terms of tough schedule. Uh, the on, the Phillies, the only four teams that have tougher schedule than them are the Braves, Twins, White Sox, and Cubs. And the only teams that are, have tougher schedules than the Braves are the Twins, White Sox, and Cubs. So the Phillies and the Braves are going to be really interesting to watch. The Braves currently are ranked number one in the power rankings, the Phillies seven. That is the race that we need to be watching. We can stop worrying about the Marlins and the Mets. The Marlins, in terms of strength of schedule... Only seven teams have tougher schedules than them in all of Major League Baseball, so the Marlins still have a tough stretch to hit. And as far as the Mets, they're right in the middle of the pack. They're ranked 16th, so that means 15 teams have a tougher schedule than them. Only 15. There's 30 teams in Major League Baseball. So really, don't have to worry about the Mets or the Marlins if they continue to play exactly the way that they are. The Braves are going to gain some games on them. It's the Phillies... That we need to worry about. I know I said winning percentage is not as important, but as of the, if you look at the projections, right, of where teams sit today, you can look at the remaining strength of schedule. Meaning, if you look at the teams today and how they've performed up to this point, we can look at the winning percentage combined of the strength of schedule. The Braves have the easiest at 494. The second closest is in the Marlins, but again, that can be deceiving based on the teams win loss versus the teams that they've played against. Okay, that's also why I like, like that uh, the strength of schedule that we were looking at with the, the rankings rather than the, the winning percentage. But the winning percentage is something fun to look at. And the Braves have the easiest strength of schedule remaining in the National League. On average, they're going to be playing a team with a losing record. And if you want to look at the rest of the teams across the Major League Baseball, the only team that has a easier schedule in the, Amer- in the National League is the Cubs with a 486. And then if we look at the teams in the American League, the only teams that have an easier schedule are the Twins, And the White Sox, and we talked about that already in our rankings pretty much. The Twins, White Sox, and Cubs are the only ones with the easier schedules based on rankings. And and it follows as well with the winning percentages too. All right, let's look at some of the series that the Braves are going to be playing just to kind of give us an idea of who they're going to be playing. All right, here's the remaining schedule. They have the Brewers, then the Red Sox, then the Brewers again, then the Angels, then the Cubs, and then a four-game set against the Pirates, four-game set against the Mets, three against the Yankees, three against the Giants, three against the Mets again, three against the Giants again, and then the Rockies, Dodgers cardinals who by the way they absolutely own pirates again four games set against the phillies which is going to be really important three against miami three against the phillies four against the nationals three against the cubs and then three against the nationals as you can see really the only teams that really stick out as ones that the Braves truly need to worry about even if they aren't playing at their best uh, is the fact that they've got seven games left against the phillies and then you got the four-game set against the Dodgers. Other than that, the Braves, on paper, are better than every single one of these teams, and it's not even close. Uh, the, the teams that are close are the, the Marlins, maybe, but they're falling off an edge. Other than that, Braves really don't have to worry. Uh, as you can see, it's a very easy schedule. That mean, doesn't mean that they don't need to worry about it. It's just the fact that their schedule is definitely in favor of them. But again, the Phillies, they have a, a, their strength of schedule is almost as easy as the Braves, and that's the team they need to worry about the most. So but let's look at something real quick. Okay, So the Braves currently have a nine and a half game lead over the Phillies. Yeah, even after losing four straight games, the Braves still have a nine and a half game lead. We've seen that the Mets can blow that, so we don't want to. We want to take that with a grain of salt. However, let's look at something right now. As of the time of this recording, the Braves have played 94 games, okay? And they're nine and a half games ahead. So if they were to win, if they were to play 500 ball for the rest of the season, 500, meaning that they win half their games, lose half their games, for the Phillies to catch them to catch them nine and a half games in the standings they would have to play to a record of 43 and 24 okay we got to remember that even though the all-star break just happened we are well past halfway through the season and the Phillies would have to go 43 and 24 that's a winning percentage of 6-4-1 for what it's worth the Braves who have the best record in the National League have a winning percentage of 649. The Phillies would have to have a win percentage of 641 and the Braves would have to play 500 baseball for the rest of the year just for the Phillies to catch the Braves. Yes, the Phillies still have 7 games against the Braves, so it's possible for them to catch some major ground if they were to magically sweep the Braves somehow. So it is possible but the odds are extremely slim of that happening. I just wanted to put that in perspective. Now we can look at the series that the Phillies have left, though, to kind of show who they're going to play. The Phillies have the Guardians, Orioles, Pirates, Marlins, Kansas City, Washington, Twins, two against the Blue Jays, three against the Nationals, three against the Giants, three against the Cardinals, three against the Angels, 3 against the Brewers, 3 against the Padres, 3 against Miami, then 4 against the Braves, 4 against the Cardinals, 3 against the Braves, 4 against the Mets, 3 against the Pirates, and 3 against the Mets. Their schedule is very similar to the Braves. I will say that, but the it's not like the Braves are playing a hard schedule either. Just take a breather. The Braves are going through a bit of a slump right now. That's okay. It was bound to happen. There's no way that they were going to have a month like they did with June again. They literally broke records in June. They were not going to keep that up. It just wasn't going to happen. And the Diamondbacks are not a bad team. They've got the eventual Rookie of the Year and a guy that's probably going to get MVP votes in Corbin Carroll on their team playing out of his mind. They've got the front runner for currently for the Cy Young Award on their team in Zach Gallen. This is not... A slump team, okay. The Diamondbacks are very, very good this year. We didn't see foresee that coming at the beginning of the year, but they are not a bad team. Yes, the Dodgers caught them in the rankings, and you know the Pythagorean theorem is catching up with them. But it's not like the Diamondbacks are this slouch team, okay. The Braves are going to be okay. All right, I'm saying it now. The Braves are going to be okay. The basically the phillies would have to play like the braves have played for the past 90 plus games in the next 60 some, 60 games okay and the odds of that with the braves performing like the mets have been performing the odds of both of those happening are extremely slim cuz even if the phillies were to have a winning percentage of 641 if the braves even have a winning percentage of 510 so If the Braves just end up going about two games over 500, the Phillies still wouldn't catch them. The Braves would have to play 500 ball and the Phillies to have pretty much the same winning percentage that the Braves have had for this entire season just to catch them. So, again, let's take a breather. Don't freak out. The world is not ending just because the Braves lost their first consecutive series for the first time since May, right? Is the first time since the month of May that the Braves lost consecutive series. Okay, it's going to be okay. The biggest issue is that Bryce Elder's numbers, his peripherals are catching up to them. The Braves do need to make some deals at the deadline. At first I was saying the Braves don't need to make deals, but as many injuries as they've had to the bullpen and guys like Bryce Elder falling off. I would say to the point that if they want to make it to the World Series, they probably do need to make some moves at this point. But that's okay. We believe in Alex Anthopoulos. He'll get it done. But with that, that was a fun episode exploring the schedule. I think it's always important to look at the strength of schedule. That is something that is completely overlooked in Major League Baseball and is not talked about enough. All right, that's this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to like and subscribe and share this show in case people haven't found it yet. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Braves Pod or my personal Twitter at SPeopleSports. For business inquiries, you can email the show at bravesdugout at gmail.com. We have a Facebook page. We have a Facebook group that I'm happy to talk to you in. Braves Dugout Podcast Group, the original Braves Dugout Group. All of that stuff. We'd love to talk ball with you. It's always fun. We're on Twitter. Or we have a threads now at SPB Sports. You can find us on threads. All of that. I love the social media aspect of talking baseball with you all. So please do that. Alright. As always, go braves.